0: Welcome to my mini episodes that I am so excited to roll out to you. You know, I've been thinking, and I absolutely love bringing on a mama guest every Monday onto the show. It is so rewarding for me, and I love being able to share their stories. But I also have other things on my mind that I want to say. And really, if I could kind of sum it all up, it would be, We have to accept ourselves as mothers before we can accept our neurodiverse children. The bulk of the work is really about us. And I didn't know that for so many years. And so I've been thinking a lot about the process I have taken to get to where I am mentally today, where I do accept myself and I do accept my child. And no, it's not a perfect system. And You know, I'm not saying every single moment is sunshine and rainbows, but I have done so much self-growth in this area. And I really want to share that knowledge with you because I don't want to see you stuck. You know, it's one thing to connect with you on a personal level. I have developed so many wonderful friendships with you. I really feel like I know you in so many ways. If you're in Mothers Together, we chat even further, we're on Zoom all the time, and we just feel so close. Connection and community are absolutely crucial, but so is acceptance, so is self-love, so is understanding. And so I want to bring you these mini episodes, and you're going to get them Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. They're going to be short, typically between five and ten minutes. All four of those mini episodes are going to be centered around a theme, and the theme is going to have to do with self-acceptance. Now, I am really, really excited to tell you what's been on my heart, and I hope that It resonates with you on some level. And if it does, I would love for you to reach out. Reach out on Instagram. Reach out and DM me. Send me an email, however you feel most comfortable. But tell me if it connected with you. Tell me if it resonated. Tell me what you're going to do to start to accept who you are as a mother. Okay, on to the mini episode. Another way that I fear being judged by other people when it comes to raising my neurodiverse child is the fact that I, I lose my gut instincts when I'm with other people. I don't know if this is something that you can relate to, but I almost like, I, I, I lose myself when I'm with other people. So let's just give an example. Let's say I'm, I'm, You know, I'm feeling pretty patient at home because my kids, all of them, honestly, but they're super easily distracted. It is impossible to get out the door in a timely manner, like at all. And they get so distracted by every single thing. But, you know, if I'm not in a huge rush, I stay patient and calm because that's, that's what my gut tells me to do. That's how I show up for my kids because I know that if I rush my son, the consequences will be far greater than if I just gave him those five extra minutes to to get ready on his own time. Okay, great. But when I'm with other people, and it doesn't even have to be out in public. It can just be like even with family or friends. It's like I lose my gut instincts. I forget what my kid needs and I suddenly go into this like f- fear I guess it's it's just really like a shutting down of my brain where I'm now like okay this is what I'm expected to say this is how I'm expected to react this is the expected consequence I'm supposed to be putting on and and automatically I just forget what works for my kid and now I'm just jumping to what works for everybody else. And that can be hard because I I can say for sure that my own son would call me out and say, you know, I don't understand why you're rushing me when you told me before that we weren't in a rush, for example. He can notice that inconsistency. and, And I notice it too. It's like Losing my instincts, losing all of the things that I've learned over the years um, about what makes my child tick and how I can best support him and how I can really show up for him. And it's like all that just goes away when I'm with other people. And I'm disappointed in myself for that. There's some mom guilt there, I think, when it's like, I know that my kid cannot be rushed. I know I know that I can't just say, um, hey, time to clean up. Like, those four words don't exist in his language. I cannot say, time to clean up. I cannot say, oh, just pick up your Legos and then you can join me for a game. Just pick up your Legos? Like, no. No. I have to prep and there are timers and there are countdowns and there is motivation and inspiration and sometimes bribery and sometimes anger and all of this just into like picking up five Legos. And I know that about him. And there's there's something to be said for just doing what works (laughs) for for sort of making it easy for yourself. and, And when you find something that works, even if it's a little out of the box, I suppose. Just do it because it gets done, right? Um, I lose that when I'm with other people. Other people can tell their children, hey, time to clean up. I'm not saying all other kids are like, okay, sure, no problem. You know, they'll still argue and, and throw fits sometimes and all of that, but but it's different. And if you have a neurodiverse child, you know it's different. So when I'm with other people, it's like I almost forget that my kid ticks in a different way and I actually tried this once I actually tried this it was rather recently actually where I had witnessed someone with her kids sort of just kind of tell them you know let's clean up you clean up and then you get screen time you know go <laughs> and they just went and did it and I was like oh that that's a great idea I'm going to try that tonight That was a massive meltdown because I sprung it on them, especially my son, with no warning, with no explanation, with no whatever. And It was just like, hey, by the way, you want some screen time? You got to clean up. Ready, set, go. No, that is like the worst thing I could possibly do for my child. And I knew that, but I forgot. Like I legitimately forgot. I wasn't just like, oh, he can tolerate this. I I forgot. And that is a weird thing. Because when I'm thinking about other people or what they might think or what they do, or I'm actually with other people, those instincts, those motherly instincts just disappear sometimes. So how can I reframe this? Instead of feeling guilty and, and worrying about being judged when I lose those gut instincts, I can remind myself that those instincts aren't gone. I did not lose them. They're tucked underneath anxiety, you know, worry, nerves, discomfort, pressure, a whole bunch of things. But but they're still there. And so I need to sort of remember that I I still do know what to do. I still do know what my son needs and what my daughter needs and what my other son needs. And of course, all of their needs are completely opposite. But I still know. I know what they are. I didn't actually lose them. I just, they're buried. They're buried underneath layers of garbage. And I need to dig them out. Dig those instincts back out. And to do that, I have to sort of ground myself. Now that may look different for you or however it looks, but sometimes it's like getting a little exercise and and sweating and it sort of clears your head and you're like, oh, okay, that's right or even just relaxing or quiet time for five minutes or whatever. But but getting out of your own head, and getting out of your own way, and then those instincts come back and you can go, oh, yeah, that's right. This is what works best for my kid. Sometimes it's a good night's sleep with the example of telling my kids like, hey, by the way, you get screen time if you clean up, ready, set, go, which was like literally the dumbest thing I could have ever done the next day, you know, I was able to reflect on that overnight, and, and then say to them, hey, guys, I'm I'm sorry I sprang that on you like that. Like, I know, I know you hate it when I, when that sort of thing happens. You don't like being rushed, and you were surprised, taken, taken aback. Let's try that again. And, and this time, I'm going to give you some prep. We're going to talk about it first, and we won't even start it today. We'll start it in a couple days. You know what I mean? Just because my gut instinct sort of we're buried down deep underneath all that pressure and nerves and anxiety, it doesn't mean that it's gone forever. So I can go a- ahead and try again. I can try again. And that's okay. I am doing the best I can. And so are you. Well, I hope you liked this mini episode of On the Hard Days. I hope that it resonated with you. And I hope that you have a takeaway from this little chat that you can use to get to your own destination of self-acceptance as a mother of a neurodiverse child I would love to hear how it's going so you can dm me on instagram at on the hard days with dots in between each word or you can email me at on the hard days at gmail.com I would love to hear from you and also if you have an idea of a topic for the week that you would like me to address in these mini episodes definitely send them my way I would love to do that too It's so, so nice having this amazing community, and I just want to thank you for listening and being a part of it. Now, if you haven't already subscribed to the show, make sure you do that on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and I'll see you tomorrow.